And welcome back to another episode of the Geeks and Terriers. It's me, your boy Eli, with good old Joey over here. How's it going? And we're doing it. We're talking about Spider-Man and No Way Home. We are. We saw the movie. We just came back from it. And this is going to be no we no spoilers. No spoilers at all. And that is going to be very hard. Because if you've seen the movie, you can understand why I'm saying it is going to be very hard for us to do a non-spoiler talk about this movie. Absolutely. This is this. I think it was one of the most anticipated Marvel movies of the year, uh, and it definitely I think delivers on quite a few fronts. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we've seen from the trailers, this is sort of not like it's it it shares tones with like uh, Spider Verse, but it's more sort of a, more of a multiverse kind of story, mm-hmm. right? And We'll, we'll go into this more, but I, I feel like, because a lot of people are like, oh, is it this is it this kind of movie with a Sinister Six? Is it a Spider-Verse movie? And, and I'm just going to run out and say, it's really neither of those. It's its own thing. Yeah, it, but it, it borrows elements so well from those other things. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah, you go, you go. Yeah, no, and and it, 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 yeah, it definitely puts its edge, its own spin to it, uh, and it really sort of just uh, lays it all on the line, and uh, it, it's sort of a nice uh, capstone for this sort of, I guess, trilogy of movies we have, mm-hmm. because I mean, this is definitely not like the end of Spider-Man movies at all. No, no, no. They they they've said they're gonna do more, and the way it ends, you can kind of see why. Yeah. And honestly, it's. I'll say I'll say this right now. I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's, it's something that I was looking so looking forward to. And as a a, a Spider Man fan, I am very pleased with what I saw today, and it was just so great. I, I, I can tell you right now, we may not have had the same amount of people in that theater, but the M game, the end game levels of hype. And excitement and re- crowd reaction is just as good. Yeah, considering sort of how the world, uh, you know, mm. current world situation going on. Uh, and we did go to a uh, sort of a more uh, earlier screening around mm. like midday, so not a huge amount of people. But you could, there was definitely some uh, some crowd uh, reactions and applause and a lot of that stuff, which uh, I won't lie, I kind of missed. I kind of mm-hmm. missed that when going to the movies because, you know, there aren't a whole lot of people going to there because, you know, obviously some people aren't going to be like that. And some services like Disney Plus and HBO Max do just show the movies at home so you don't have to go. But uh, I think this case they were like, uh, no, it's going to be only in theaters. So, you know, but, yeah, no, it's it's um, yeah, uh, the, the crowd reactions, uh, at least in our theater, were pretty Crazy considering, like, that theater wasn't even like it was like half full, I'm pretty sure, by the end, uh, you know, once everyone was seated. And we still got some pretty good noise there, so you know, that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. The one of my reviews, yes, 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 let's get to that. I'm getting the timer out right now. And so, those of you who don't know, we usually do like a one minute take on what essentially uh, is our thoughts on these movies with the good and the bad. And we usually try to sum it up in one minute. And, and some people say it's a little short, but hey, I think we can get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly the conversation that we like to do, right. and it saves us from spoiling a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, all, all right, Joe, right. you go first. Your minutes up. All right. So, Spider-Man: Far From Home, or uh, sorry, uh, No Way Home, is probably the 
best out of the MCU trilogy of mm. Spider-Man movies. It really hits a lot of uh, the points uh, that it wants to hit. There's a lot of emotional moments, a lot of comedic moments that, you know, it, it I think it really takes the Marvel formula and really creates uh, a good, solid experience. Uh, the way it uses all the uh, past characters that show up, uh, you know, past villains and stuff, works very well. And sort of the sort of uh, the whole plot of this movie is, you know, just Peter just wanting to like figure out just a basic way of like not having to like hurt these people, but to try to find some way to help them if he can and send them back home. And yeah, he goes through such a very uh, intense experience for himself, and I think it's a solid movie. All right, that was you went a little bit over, but yeah, I saved you some time. Any negatives, or are you good? Oh, uh... I know your time's up, but do you have any? The only negative I can think of... Uh... I mean, I guess there is, like, one bit... Hold up. Bueno. Dile a Joey si quiere spray o quiere limonada. Get a spray. Pregúntale. Right. El me dijo spray. Right. Yeah. Ma hey. Sprite. Okay, bye. Alright, bye. You were saying? Uh yeah, yeah. Um I guess my only negative I can think of it, it is kind of spoiler related, but I mean it's kind of treated as a a one bit joke. Uh it has to do with Ned. I mean if you've seen the movie I think you kinda know what I'm talking about. Uh but yeah, they do they do a bit with Ned that I'm I'm like kind of like iffy on, but at the end of the day, it's kind of more of a nitpick because um, mm-hmm. it doesn't really like it, it's not like super like like uh, movie breaking or like logic breaking. Yeah, for what, what happens with Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's sort of the only complaint I can think about because everything else in this movie. Is all solid. I guess actually, there is like one moment because uh, I think in the trailers mm. uh, we do see like essentially mm. Electro, right? Yeah, yeah. We we, we do. Like, if you have mm. if you have watched the trailers and you do kind of see that Electro shows up in some form, mm. uh, and I think when we first see him, he does look. He has, I guess, uh, does look kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like the CG doesn't look right, but I mean, it gets it, feel, it definitely feels like it gets fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in later when we later see him, like okay, you never have to talk about this. I think I know what you're talking about, but it, it, we might we try not to get too into spoilers. Yeah, uh, I, I, I guess it's my turn, and so I gotta say this about Spider-Man: No Way Home. I do agree that this is probably the best one of the trilogy. It does things that not only elevates the world, but also the story and our characters. The use of uh, characters from a different universe, which, you know, the villains, is used to great effect. It's, you know, I think a lot of people were feeling that whether or not this movie is going to be as bloated as Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2. And thankfully, it is not. It's paced in a way that really helps out within the film. Makes you, like, really care about these characters and still, you know, want to see how it's done. And the way all these villains are acting, you know, it, it makes sense for me. I don't really have much negatives because it's really hard for me to find any. Because I really enjoy it from beginning to end. 
And man, there's a moment that made me go, oh, I'm about to cry. <laughs> there's a, there's a very, so the emotional center is there. And I think if you're a Spider-Man fan, you'll love how this movie ends. And we'll love to see how this movie show will continue. But yeah, it's, um, I think we can talk about the bloodedness if you want. And essentially, because like, I think that was the big fear that a lot of people were having. Because like, the last time we saw these many villains was in the last two, in the in Spider-Man 3 and in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And those were, that was generally like the, the big problem with it. It's too many villains for this one plot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Spider-Man 3, as we uh, know, uh, it had uh, Harry Osborn as a Green Goblin. We had Sandman, and of course, Venom gets thrown in pretty much randomly at the end. And yeah, it does seem bloated. I mean, obviously, I think with just remo removing like just Venom showing up at the end, uh, probably would have helped that movie a lot because really it's more the conflict between Sandman and Harry. Uh, and of course, Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man 2 is just, that movie is more or less was half uh, Spider-Man stuff and just half like uh, set up for like, I think what Sony wanted, like a, like a big Sinister Six mm -hmm. set up. Because, I mean, obviously we see like a bunch of like, there's a whole sequence of like, Oscorp where it shows all the stuff like the vulture wings and the Oc Doc Doc's uh, tentacle arms and mm. all that stuff and you know it, it, it all just f felt really like disheveled like uh, you know Electro and Rhino and uh, of course another uh, Harry Osborn Green Goblin mm -hmm. here I think the re I think the reason why it works is mainly just because uh, Spider-Man is more or less trying to capture them all mm. and sort of like uh like at least wants to help them if he can because mm. uh, i mean again as we see from the trailers mm -hmm. uh strange is like we gotta send them back they all you know all these guys die fighting spider-man we gotta send them back it's their fate and peter's like no what if we can like fix them somehow so that they don't have to you know end up like that right yeah, yeah, and essentially that's that's kind of the the whole thing with within this movie. It's like, also I think it just it helps that you, we already know these characters. We've had like, and I guess you can say that as a negative, where you need to know who these characters are from the previous movie to really feel attached. But at the same time, the way they work is like, no, they're they're meant to have already their histories, and you can kind of watch it without really knowing who they are. Yeah, and I, it is it is pretty much kind of what like the marvel movies kind of do as well it's like you don't have to watch like every single marvel movie to get everything because re realistically you don't have to because you know you can you can watch them all if you want to get like a full grass of situations but it's like uh going into the first avengers movie and you only ever watch the iron man movies you know who iron man is and you can get the gist of all the other characters just from like watching and how they interact, you know, with Iron Man and all that stuff, and that's sort of just the beauty of the Marvel movies, is that they don't force you to go watch every movie, but you still feel like you want to watch all the movies because, at the end of the day, they all sort of like mm -hmm. have things that tie together, and you can be like, oh yeah, I know what that is, you know. Yeah. The audience can have that aha moment, and it is kind of similar here because, I mean, let's face facts. Uh, First Spider-Man movie ever came out 
in 2002. We are nearly 20 years away from that. Next year will be like the 20th anniversary of the first ever Spider-Man movie. Like, Damn, that feels old. Yeah, it is crazy. So there is a sizable portion of the modern audience that knows who Spider-Man is just from just watching either the original Sam Sam Raimi trilogy or the Andrew Garfield movies, you know. Like, it would be extremely hard for anyone uh, that, uh, like, if you you have to be living under a rock to not know about the previous versions of Spider-Man running around Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, in the movie stuff. So... Yes, there is that sort of, I guess, criticism. Like, oh, you, you feel like you have to watch all these other Spider-Man movies. Like, you really don't. Because even then, in this movie, they do sort of give, like, the backstory, more or mm-hmm. less, of a lot of these characters. They give you the Cliff Notes version right there. Yeah, they sort of give the Cliff Notes versions of backstories for these characters. But, uh... Again, it's not like, you know... It's simple enough for people to understand. It's like, oh... Otto Octavius, he was a scientist, he knew Peter Parker, he had this whole son thing he was trying to make, mm. and, you know, he has tentacles, and he's kind of mm. evil. No, see, this that's my thing, like, a lot of people say that, but, you know, for me, it's like, you can just easily pop those movies in and just watch them. That is also true. You probably, mm. it's probably not that hard to find those movies anyway, right? Mm. Also, I mean, like, if they can make you, like, I think the one thing they should, they did well was they make you want to like check out these movies like oh man like you know like this Doc Ock villain seems really cool and this Green Goblin guy seems also really cool and they have their own movies we can go watch that so why don't we you know the movies with Toby and Andrew and those movies in themselves some more than others are kind of their own little you know like, they're gray in their own way. Mm. Some, but one may one or two better than the others. But not to say anything about that. But I feel like, I think that's a, one of the issues that all people have. And I'm just like, that's, that's a really dumb issue. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's like, again, it, it, it feels more like, of a, I feel like that would have been an issue if we were talking about, like, if for some random reason they brought, like, the 70s Spider-Man, like, like. Like a dude from like the seventies show, or like yeah, some older obscure stuff from Sp- Spider Man stuff. Like if they went real like Spider Verse kind of situation, yeah, then it's like who the hell is this guy? Because remember, and this is this is going on to our next you know next discussion. Because a lot of people felt and were worried about this like trying to be too much like Spider Verse, like into the Spider Verse, the, the 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 animated movie that was like amazing, and like I said earlier, it's not really an in a Spider-Verse movie, and it's not really a Sinister Six movie. Yeah, 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 that is also the other thing. Because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there is, like, multiverse shenanigans going on, yeah. you know? It's Peter wants to, you know, have everyone that knew he's Peter Parker, Spider-Man, uh, you know, like, forget it. And But as soon as he realizes that includes MJ and Ned and his Aunt May and, you know, a bunch of other people... Messes the spell, and now we got mm. altered, you know, multiverse shenanigans running around. And it's just that. It's that. It's just that. Yeah. It's nothing more. They're not hopping to other realities or, you know, 
meeting some weird or wacky, you know, other spider people. It's just that. Just those people just came out of nowhere. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Even the, even the idea of the Sinister Six, which is essentially like six of the the strongest villains in Spider-Man's rogues team up to fight Spider-Man. And that's not what happens here. Kind of. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, yeah, Spider-Man has to fight these villains and stuff. But it's more of a... You know, it, it is a bit more containment and trying to send them back mm-hmm. kind of thing rather than just, oh, they're out here and now they're going to try to rule New York or whatever. And no, uh, it doesn't happen. Uh, and I think the, uh, the thing with, like, the, uh, the idea of Spider-Verse, like, storyline is usually, is always, I feel like it's always, uh, at least the movie sort of sells it as, like, it's a existential threat. Yeah. It's 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 something big and it has to involve all the Spider People or something small, because the way I've always phrased the Into the Spider Verse the movie right, it, as it's a it's a it's a fantastic story and introduction to Miles Morales, but also to establish that the idea that anyone can be Spider Man, because like that's because like throughout the whole time Miles is thinking, you know I can't be Spider Man, you know, but to be Spider Man is a leap of faith. Anyone can be Spider-Man. Doesn't matter if you're an anime chick, a pig, a noir dude, or whatever. Anyone can be Spider-Man. And in this one, it doesn't really like do any sp- that that. It kind of does its own thing, and it doesn't really do a Spider-Verse movie. It's just nice, clean, and simple. Mm-hmm. And like I said with the Sinister Six, it's like not essentially. Well, first of all, the the method of the, the the members of the Sinister Six aren't even all there. You have some of them, but they all have different motivations mm-hmm. to, of being there or reacting to the situation that's going on. And it's really like not that. It's like a, it's like you said earlier. It's a containment movie. I'm gonna get all these guys and then take them back home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, and at the end of the day, that's sort of what it is. Like, mm-hmm. It's like. And yeah, there is like I guess maybe the existential threat of like uh, the multiverse ripping apart, and you know, uh, the MCU reality getting filled with a bunch of crazy stuff. But uh, it's not as I don't. I, it's not really like super uh, there. It's yeah. It's more sort of like okay, we got some d- visitors from another universe. We gotta like stop them. We gotta like fix this problem before it gets really out of hand. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, like it doesn't go too hard. Like, it, it, I, I, I do enjoy the fact that it does not try to copy those two. It, it doesn't try to be like a live action version of the Spider-Verse movie. It does its own thing, which is, I think what, uh, people wanted it wanted mm-hmm. because we already got Spider-Verse two coming out. Yeah, like we can have we can have that sort of Spider Verse mm. style of like just here's a bunch of crazy wacky spider uh, people, you know, mm. living their lives and doing that. God mode. knows what. Yeah, and uh, the MCU can continue to have its sort of mm. contained area and deal with its own consequences mm. and stuff. Um, yeah. I will say one thing I did like about this movie is that it kind of addresses a lot of complaints that a lot of people 
tend to have with this iteration of Spider-Man. And it handles it in a way where, yeah, I, I love that you're doing that. Because a lot of people were like, oh, he doesn't do this, this, or that. You know, he's more of like a Tony Stark Jr., which is not in the comics. And I'm and I'm one of those people who agrees that that's not him. But, you know, I'm fine with this iteration of, Sp- of Peter Parker. But they do address some of that issue, and they do try to, like, answer that. Yeah, because I feel like, in the end, like, the situation that Spider-Man gets put into this movie, you know, the whole Mysterio thing, his secret identity is revealed, it does sort of hamper him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it shows that he can't be Tony. Because Tony was like, hey, I'm Iron Man. I got millions of dollars. Yeah, and like, Spider-Man, at the end of the day, he's just like... He's a kid. Yeah, he, yeah, so they do sort of somewhat resolve, like, whether or not he's going to go to jail or whatever, pretty yeah. early on in the film. Uh, but yeah, he still has that stigma of people just, people now know who he is. Tons of people are like, he killed Mysterio, you know, screw him. It's like, no, he's still a good guy. He's Spider-Man. And, you know, he saved my life. Yeah, and so there's just like a whole contention of like... Yeah, because the thing is that as much as, pe- um, as much as I like this iteration of Tony Stark, he is very egotistical. Mm-hmm. Like, like he loves the attention. Peter? No, he doesn't love the attention. Because if he was like a Tony Stark Jr., he'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm Spider-Man. Flip, 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 flip. There you go. Yeah. Wrote my name and went. I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. He is awesome, but it's that's not what he is. There's a reason why he's known as the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's always helping out people. Yeah. Without trying to get people to know who he is. And honestly, that is like apparent immediately in the in the beginning of the movie, especially because like they show, hey, look, it's gonna be all right. Just you know. Keep treading on, and then everyone's like, and then you see this shot in the in the, in the in the trailers where like he's trying to walk somewhere, and everyone's like taking photos, paparazzi, and asking him questions. Even in the school, they they're like up there, they're there like taking photos of Spider Man. Yeah, and like obviously the school administrators and stuff are just like, yeah, hey, feel feel free to you know walk on the walls or swings the class you know just you do yourself all yeah right. like like okay this is like in the movie so i don't mind like talking about that but yeah then, but, right? but it, it is like a, a funny joke they yeah do. yeah there's a funny joke amongst like the teachers where like like we know you're a good guy and then this one guy's like no no you killed mysterio it's like Mysterio's right it's like no don't listen to i think he's like the gym teacher or whatever yeah it's like don't listen to him. he's a conspiracy theorist don't worry about <laughs> it uh but yeah uh you know, like that is sort of like the un- I think something that he has to deal with. I mean, that is sort of like half of like the setup for the plot. You know, he's like, I don't like this attention. It's hurting people I care about. You know, like they're getting harassed too and stuff. I just want it to end. I want people to forget that I was Spider Man. Yeah, because this isn't this isn't what I wanted. I'm not Tony. Yeah, and and it and it helps because it that was the the idea in No Way Home where like. They tried really hard to make him as, like, a Tony Stark Jr. They even gave him, like, similar glasses. But, like, even Happy told him, you're not Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. No one can ever be Tony. But you can be just as good as Tony. Even better. And I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. And then, like, we see that go on in this movie because, like I said earlier, he's not Tony. He does not like the attention. He does not like any of the publicity that 
comes with being Spider-Man. And if you're like a fan of the comics, you even you guys know that him like like everyone knowing who he is kind of screws around a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the moment he revealed himself in Civil War, bad shit went down, and he's like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah. Why did I do that? And it led to the worst story in Spider-Man history. And we're not talking about that right now. Uh, yes, the Clone Saga. I remember this. Yes, the Clone Saga. The worst book that has ever happened. And I'm not saying that ironically. It's still pretty bad. But it is the worst. Because we're not talking about the worst one. One more day. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh... I'm kind of glad they don't try to, like, take any inland through that storyline. I'll say that right now. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I mean, you yeah. You stay over there, Mephisto. I see you. Yeah, I don't know where Mephisto shows up. I was like, hey, Peter, I got a deal for you. See? See? <laughs> and it's Al Pacino. Yeah. That'd be funny. That would be I, funny. I like that. Because he, uh, he, was, he was the devil in that one movie, right? Yeah. Uh, it was, um, Cradle. No, I was like, Cradle. Something else. That's a band. It is. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino, Devil, I'm down with it. Yeah, that'd be funny. Just don't talk to Spider-Man, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know, do you have any sort of critiques with the film? Or, like, it's hard any... for me to talk about, like, anything negative, because I'm not going to lie, I was in there, I was on a high, dude. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I turned my brain off, I was a Spider-Man fan, first and foremost. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I try to my I, I try to best my best. We talked about this in on the way home. Yeah, like I try my best to like enter movies with an open mind, like just forget all my biases of anything and just sort of just look at straight it on, like try to like determine how it is as a movie on itself. And yeah, like besides the whole Ned thing, which is spoilers, and I'm not gonna get too into it. Uh, just that they do something with Ned, it's kind of like iffy, but it doesn't break the movie for me. Uh, there's very little, like, things that I feel like, like, would be, like, detract from my enjoyment of this movie. Yeah, same. Like, I, like, I felt like maybe, like, the portrayal of some villains, like Doc Ock or whatever, would have been, uh, were probably something I was kind of worried about because, you know, like, we have Doc Ock as a villain again, even though, you know, as we saw in, like, the end of Spider-Man 2... Mm -hmm. So he redeems himself. He stops the his little solar machine thing, and uh, yeah, we have him here. He's still he's a villain, and then I was like really worried they were just gonna like with all these villains, just like sort of like just have them just be genetically bad and like do not do a whole mm -hmm. lot with them. But no, they they still have what makes them the characters, mm -hmm. which is really nice. Uh, so you know it. It really does feel like they they put in the thought and effort to like try to like preserve like these versions of the characters that we've seen that people have seen before, and even people who haven't seen like the other two Spider-Man movies, they can clearly tell. All right, these people, there's good in them. They just need it to be, mm -hmm. you know, they just need to be helped. Mm -hmm. A second chance, if you will, mm -hmm. which is such a Spider-Man thing. It's like he Spider-Man is almost like. Not to say he hasn't killed villains before, or he well he hasn't killed any, but it's like they die by their own hubris. Yeah, like even in the movies, like, like going back to like Spider-Man One, Mysterio. I don't remember any in like Amazing Spider-Man, but like they die because of their own machinations. Yeah, 
you know, Green Goblin gets stabbed, Mysterio gets get angry, and he just tries to shoot everything down, and he gets shot himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, even uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, Harry sacrifices himself, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, Eddie dies trying to reform with the Venom suit, but the bomb goes in, and they both blow up. Yeah, um, yeah and... Yeah, I can't think of anything much from the Alien Spider-Man series. I mean, Connors doesn't die. He gets more or less healed. Yeah. So, uh, I forget what happens in Superman Spider-Man 2, though. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they don't die either. Uh, but, yeah. Point At is, least one of them survives, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, it's, like, he almost never tries to kill. And if they can be reformed, the better. Because, like, that's, that's, like, and they have... We see Sandman, which is the best example of that in Spider-Man stories, where like he gets redeemed, mm-hmm. and he's still that character throughout, through and through, which is weird. Okay, can, I will say this is a nitpick, but it's probably because they couldn't get him in in like the the in to 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 record, so they just probably CGI him in there. Flint Marco, mm-hmm. Sandman. But most of the time, he is Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, he kind of just stays as just. You know, as a Sandman, mm-hmm. uh, we do see him towards the end where he does mm-hmm. show human. Uh, but yeah, I because I like s- we gotta show you a human at some point. Yeah, and it's not really that spoilery. Yeah, and I could kind of see what you mean by like them not because it doesn't. Part of me feels like that might have been like old footage, like green screened in, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. He definitely does look old yeah because i mean obviously uh norman osborne you know yeah he looks old yeah alfred molina looks his age now mm-hmm. uh same thing goes with jamie fox and uh i mean t-fred the lizard is mostly cg for most parts it doesn't matter okay, okay. yeah okay. i guess but but anyways i feel like this movie in of itself it's really like even like i said before i was on like a, a, a spider-man high where I couldn't even tell if there was like anything bad about it, but even thinking about it now, I was like, "Damn, I can't really think of anything bad." It's like almost a perfect Spider-Man movie. In the same way as like Into the Spider-Verse is almost a perfect Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. but both are perfect for their own reasons. Right. Like I like if you told me to choose which one's better, it's like I couldn't make that decision. Yeah, they they're both good in their own ways, but neither are I think superior to the other. They're just like. Both of them are, like, really good. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't choose. Yeah. Like, I'm, I may choose one over the other for different reasons. But it's like, but then at the same time, I'll be like, okay, but that one also but that one also is pretty good for this, this, and that reason. Oh, but this one's good for this, this, and that reason, too. Ah. It's like, like, like I, I would have a conundrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, that would be me. Yeah. Choosing those two movies. Mm-hmm. But it, for me, I think this is, like, Prime Spider-Man. It's probably the, one of the best examples of Spider-Man, and I don't think I'm supposed to be even talk about this. The use of J. J. Jonah Jameson, like I don't like the idea of, of people kind of co- connecting him to be like sort of a Alex Jonesy kind of character because to me he was never like that. Mm-hmm. But the way they work him in this story, especially with his dialogue, is very much like yeah, that's Jameson to a T in the books. Just just like this. Because, like, if you don't know, sometimes Jameson would be, like, that sort of, the negative things he hears. Yeah. Like, like he, he he spouts, not actually what he's thinking, but, like, 
things that are connected to what he thinks. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he's, like, if he says, like, he's a menace to society, he brings more problems than he does, that's because probably something Peter is, to himself he's thinking, and John is the one spouting it. Mm-hmm. Which is a love, which is a great reading, and which is why like I like it better. And if they, if because we're obviously getting more movies, if like they do this with Jameson, where like he changes his, he he has a he has a you know a second chance, if you will, he changes a, has a new leaf, and becomes a better person, like he does is in real and currently in the comics where he's like surprising a supportive person for Spider Man after he reveals who he is to him, mm-hmm. which will you know probably not get because of how the movie, this movie gets. But anyways, I, I'm still really, really enjoying this movie. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Today? Um. Not really. Uh, I mean, Doctor Strange's uh, role in the movie is pretty... They, they don't overuse him, I guess. Because mm-hmm. he, he definitely serves as a bit of a foil to Peter mm-hmm. for a little bit. And, you know... He's sort of a bit apprehensive to, you know, Peter's plans and stuff. And, you know, they get into a bit of a tussle. You know, we've seen that in the trailers. Uh, but, yeah, you know, um, it is sort of like a neat use of, like, using the extended universe in the MCU. Of, like, relying uh, on that stuff. Uh, yeah, and I think that's, you know, they, they, they mm-hmm. do a pretty good job with the Strange. Um, there is, like, a Strange-related, uh, a Doctor Strange-related thing in the post-credits. Uh, I'm not sure if that would be considered spoilerish. Post or after? Uh, the after. Oh, I mean, not really, because there's nothing really story-breaking for that, involving for, for Spider-Man. Right. I mean, we will say this right now, like, obviously we have, like, two, you know, a post- and after-credits scene in this movie. Stay for both. Stay for both. Uh, but the the final one is definitely more strange related than Spider Man related. I'll say that much, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, no, you were hyped, and that just like even for me, the post credit one was like, oh, oh, we going there. I I am I was like seriously hyped. Yeah, the post credit one, the yeah the one after the the, the first credits, uh, leaves a lot of implications. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, so that's what we're going to be doing now. And I am hyped. Yep. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, it, it, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, you hear someone's plan for for this character, and then you hear, then you find out, oh, no, 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 we know what we're doing with this character. You, you don't got a word to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, I'm hyped for that. And... Yeah, the, the after credit scene, stay for it. It's like, if I were to compare it to any, like, after credit scenes in the past, it's the one after, it's the after credit scene for Captain America. Yeah. The one. Yeah, like, that one where it, it, yeah, I remember that one being sort of like, sort of a mini trailer for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, just various clips of stuff going on. And let's just say it's that long, too. Yeah, it, it pretty much is sort of like, you know that for but for Doctor Strange and what's uh, gonna be happening in the future also you're gonna love some of the dialogue with some of these characters yeah they do they, they definitely they know what they know what they were doing with a lot of the dialogue choices mm-hmm. and it's, it's even funnier because there's one, one moment I'm like okay are they ad-libbing this this feels very ad-libbed yeah 
because you know what ad-lib means is like they're just going off script yeah it's off script like they but they keep it in the movie because you know it's that good mm-hmm. yeah all right then um is that gonna be it for I us that's good. i mean you want to give your rating Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God. This is going to be... Yeah, because on the way home, you were telling me, like, this is a hard movie for you to rate. Yeah, because, like, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to give this movie, like, a 10 out of 10. Yeah, this movie's a 10 out of 10 for me, too. It's just... In the same way, like, for me, Spider-Verse is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, it hits all the strides that I want. Yeah, and it's probably... I think this is the first movie I've rated 10 out of 10 on this on this podcast. I, I think I'm on that same boat, too. I don't think I've rated a 10 out of 10. No, no, it was... Congress Godzilla, but we we admit that as Godzilla fans, we give it a ten. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, you're right, you're right. But even at not being a Spider-Man fan, uh, not even if I wasn't like big into the MCU, I still think this movie just hits all the right mm-hmm. notes. It it does all the things it wanted to do and executes them either mm-hmm. well or excellently. Yeah, and it was it's just. So good, mm-hmm. so good. All right, guys, that's the end of the of our episode. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy. Go watch No Way Home. There's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. But if you do enjoy this, be sure to follow us on all social media sites like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Games We are most active on Instagram. And if you are an audio listener who wants to give a face with a voice, on our Instagram we have a link to all of our other podcasts that we're part of and the YouTube that we are officially part of that we officially have for all. So you can put a face with a voice. Does podcasts and sets we're officially part of our Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. And we do have a Patreon where you guys can support us in any form of way. And yeah, that's about it. Spider-Man No Way Home. It's... it's I, I'm willing to say it's the best it's best Spider-Man movie. It's... it's it, it is a tough battle between that and Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I, I can't decide between the two. Yeah, I'll say it's the best. I, I I will say this. It's probably the best out of this trilogy. Uh, obviously, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man two, and obviously, and, and uh, Into Spider-Verse are also mm-hmm. heavy contenders in best Spider-Man li- movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really good. It's really good. All right, guys, that's about it. You guys have a good one. Go watch Spider-Man, and uh, remember, no spoilers. Peace.